2: All you have to do is call. 222-2222.
3: K-N-T-H-D-2. Collinsville, St. Louis. Now, back to the Ryan Kelly morning after.
4: Watch me suckle on this protein shake oh. to there wean in the background. Be, there should be
3: no oh. Gosh, there shouldn't be suckling here.
4: Dean and Gene Ween, sir. Oh.
3: Their
1: sound certainly is different, soul <laughs> to soul. <song. laughs>
4: i telling you, there are cult following in Colorado,
1: man. Is right? It's insane. Every bar has like wean memorabilia, every one of them. Really? Every one of them does. Like, dedicate like, it's almost like, uh, like murals of these guys. Is that right? Like, it's so bad,
3: they're they, so bad, they're good? That they kind come of? to
1: Red Rocks every year. I know they do a ton of, uh, like, university tours. And people pay good money to hear that kind of music? I don't know about good money, probably 50, 60, especially at Red Rocks. You ain't getting a ticket for under 60, 70 bucks, probably. Red Rocks is right outside of Denver? Yeah, probably about 25, 35 minutes. Didn't love the pickup area there. The drop-off area went fine. Didn't love the pickup. What area. was wrong with the pickup area? Ninety-five percent Uber drivers everywhere. It's hard to find. A spot. Right? Oh yeah, a portion of it's blocked, so like you can't even go yeah. up top. So you have to wait for your your people to walk all the way down. Not ideal, but the drop-off was easy, and I like I enjoy that area. Not much parking there, so everybody takes Uber. There's parking, but there's, I mean, there were Ubers every. I mean, there was a lot. But
3: everybody's drunk, so they
1: have to get away. Mm-hmm. I would say, yeah. Well, it's better than driving drunk. I guess. Mm-hmm.
4: Inhibited by that chronic. Uh-huh.
1: Oh yeah. And sh- I mean, everything, anything, everything. Shrooms. I would assume. Yeah, yeah.
4: Eat those shrooms, Bill.
1: Well, that's one thing you don't have to worry about if you don't do that stuff.
4: What? Be boring.
3: I hate getting in someone else's car I absolutely hate it I hated riding taxi cabs I don't like it
1: don't you like having your own vehicle as well yes. whenever the option is I can drive an extra hour or I can ride with this person I'm mm-hmm. always going to take the driving myself I always like to have control of my vehicle you know if things come up if I really want you know not having a fun time I can't just have everybody leave for myself. Yeah. I'm all about. I don't driving. want to
3: trust any stranger no. driving a car. Some I never of it's take It's me because everybody else seems to be fine with it.
1: But I know I'm I never take. Very first. uncomfortable with that. No, it's not for me. I took one in Vegas and I thought i was going to die. Why? I got going like 60 and like I mean it was, it was wild. Do you tip him? I always tip. I mean it. I'm a simp.
4: Sippin' ain't sippin'.
3: Well, I know it can be convenient, I'm just uncomfortable with it.
4: Uh, we welcome you to give your thoughts on any topic, really. It's a press conference Wednesday. Beer is has called in. Buzz has called in. Elliptic Lass has won the Milagro Tequila Listener of the Month. Uh, and you can email in for our design, air, heating, and cooling email today. It'll take place in about a half hour the morning after at InsideSTL.com. And be a friend of the feather. Then Jackson and I will deal with the situation on Balloon Party, which is presented to you by Mung and S, St. Louis Accurate, all in Toyota. Illinois Recovery Center is the new premier inpatient substance abuse facility. In Swansea, Illinois, when it comes to the disease of addiction, getting help should not be as difficult as it currently is. The Illinois Recovery Center's mission is to be the receiving hand in the community when someone seeks help. The IRC delivers a comprehensive system of care that welcomes both the individual struggling and family alike. If you or someone you know wants to learn about the Illinois Recovery Center, please call 888-472-9559 or email info. At Illinois Recovery Center.com. And uh, you can call or email 314 uh, 888 or email info at Illinois Recovery Jackson, tell the people about Mark Hanna of Evergreen Strategies if you would be so kind.
0: Yeah, man. Great communicator. That's super important. Like the last thing you want with a financial advisor is someone who you don't think you can just hop on the phone with and have a conversation. They can help you out. That's not what Mark Hanna is. He loves talking to his clients. And I'm not saying that like, uh, like, oh, this person loves what they do. No, Mark Hanna loves talking to his clients. I've called him before. He truly does. Yeah, I've called him before, and he's like, I got a full sheet of clients to talk to today, and I really can't wait to do it because he really loves what he does. He has a passion for helping people financially, like helping people get to their financial goals at the end of their career. Like That's what he loves to do and he does it so effectively. You can get on the phone with him if you have to make an adjustment to your plan uh, because there's so many different things you can be saving for, whether it be your kid's college fund or your retirement or maybe just something simple like a vacation or a rainy day fund. Like Mark Hanna can help you out with whatever you need. It's never too late. If you don't have anybody, I highly recommend working with someone like Mark Hanna. Not only working with someone like Mark Hanna, Work with Mark Hanna, Evergreen Wealth Strategies.
4: Uh, you go to evergreenfcl.com. That's all you got to do. Yeah, you know, you're working with the great Mark Hanna. I cannot recommend uh, a conversation with Mark Hanna enough. And everybody needs to have a financial advisor. It's just so important. Man, I left that I left that putt out there, Doug. That's 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 that's, that's not too late. Oh, I know. I mean, but I mean, it's still. I didn't get my act together until like right around 40. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. T- and mean, we got younger listeners out there, and I'm just telling you, you, might be like, why do I need it at this point? Doug, here's, here's our phrase for the day, compound interest. Oh. It's a phrase for the day.
3: Yeah, It's nice to have someone that you respect convincing you about the importance of just saving. Mm-hmm. Even if just a little bit, every month, get in the habit of saving something. And if you do that every month or so, starting from a young age, by the time you get to be 50 or 60 or near retirement age, you're going to go, holy smokes, yeah, I I Yeah, look what I quit. did. Yep. yep.
4: Yeah. Now, in your case, you want to do this show... For 25 more years.
1: I'm a slave so, to the business. Tommy was surprised when you signed that 20-year deal yep. with that 50-year yeah. year I mean. extension. Right. Well, it was heavily backloaded, so I'll be dead by the time right. they actually owe me anything. So John and Greg will really receive all no, the contract. No, the contract becomes null-employed. Oh, okay. so oh, that's, so that's I the croak. deal.
4: Yeah. It doesn't go to... There's a croak clause. <laughs> Is that what it's actually mm, called yeah. in
1: the... It's like an amendment there. Yep.
3: Yeah. No. Which I fought, but I, I, you know, I didn't win the negotiation.
1: 20 pick, years pick we'll pay
3: battles. you nothing for nineteen yeah. and on the twentieth year we'll give you all of it. So by that I time bet. I'd be you know in my nineties. Yeah, it's back little So I'm probably gonna croak. It's yeah. a good contract for them.
4: Yeah. But you get to do what you love and that's good exposure.
3: Yeah, I would do this. I would pay to do this. Nice. What the hell did I just say? <laughs> well, but nonetheless, Mark Hanna can help you even if you sign a bad contract.
4: That's right. Hey, uh, work around that. Yeah, you will. Three one four eight eight nine zero five zero three. or go online at evergreenstl.com. That's Mark Hanna, Evergreen Wealth Strategies. Carlos Biceweiner, who should be going into the Hall of Fame at some point soon. Basic personal finance should be a required high school class for seniors.
3: Yeah. Why yeah. wouldn't it? Why wouldn't it? I don't know. I just... I,
4: God. I don't know. I mean, honestly, if I, when, I, when I was in school, I wasn't paying attention anyway. But, uh, yeah, I went into uh, the quote-unquote real world uh, without having any financial knowledge yeah
3: maybe we would have paid attention more if the classes had made more sense to us and had some real practical yeah purpose it's a nice play instead of uh, english literature and all this other stuff Mm. which has its place but it doesn't really help you day-to-day in life
4: but they
2: have the other courses that help you too i don't know why they wouldn't have finances they give you comec and Shop class, and no, they don't personal. give
3: you shop anymore. Most places, yeah. personal finance is absolutely. I took no shop.
2: Active. I learned how to make things. I took. It all is active. You're oh,
3: going back to the seventies.
2: Help me how to cook. If you had personal finance. I may have some money. Yeah, probably not. But
3: yeah, it does <laughs> take a work ethic too. And you have to have a job where it pays. Yeah, money, a couple so. jobs, maybe. Yeah, but no, I think it's a th- good idea. Oh, of course, the fact that it isn't is what's shocking. What passes now for some of the classes that you see kids taking, as opposed to what they should be taking, is shocking.
2: We'd have to have somebody that actually knows about personal finance. They're probably well-to-do businessmen or women that know about it and not gonna, they're not going to teach a course to get paid
3: Well, it doesn't take an awful lot an to, to know more than a 16- or 17-year-old kid. Yeah, but you can't just go up there and wing it. No, you don't have to oh, wing it.
2: kids, today we're going to talk about you should save your money. There you go. There's today's class.
3: But... I mean, the, it, most teachers, you assume, are kind of experts in their subject. doesn't mean that they're no, wealthy. I no,
2: don't, I don't assume that anymore.
3: Okay.
4: Doug, here's an uh, uh, excerpt from the... Uh, you ever listen to the Sexted
5: My Boss podcast?
3: No, not yet. I haven't. Uh,
5: you here's can hear an excerpt the other day, last week. Oh, I can't do this. <laughs> You're one letter away from a nervous breakdown. I'm <laughs> in a bit of a quandary. I nipped over to my parents no apostrophe to feed the dog as they were away on holiday. While doing so, I had a quick look at Grinder. Being in a different area, I thought I'd see what was on offer. To my surprise, there was an extremely hot guy I hadn't seen before. Very quickly, it had been arranged for him to come over to my parents' no wow. apostrophe house. He arrived and we stripped each other off and eventually made it to my old bedroom via numerous rooms and a variety of positions. We had quite a lengthy session and just as he shot his heavy up my back I heard the front door go jesus wept to my horror I realized it was my parents back from holiday I soon realized I got their return date wrong successfully distracting my parents while my grinder meat quietly slipped out the back door for the second time My mum got up to get us all another drink, and when she returned, she made a comment about how I should be careful sitting in the sun without lotion on. My mum quickly proceeded to grab some lotion and squirted it on my back. Oh. Instantly, to my horror, no. the squirting lotion on my back reminded me I still had my grinder meats <sighs> upon it, drying oh. in the sun. God. My mum proceeded to tell me how my back was peeling and rubbed in the sun ah. lotion. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, my back wasn't peeling. It was my grinder meats, no apostrophe, dried, flaky and it was oh. almost like I heard the penny drop As she realized it wasn't dried skin It's clear she realized what it was Should I say something?
1: Well, you already you did, didn't something? you? Just say something to her? <laughs> why are all these people English?
5: <laughs> I don't know, but these guys are definitely making these
2: up I don't know, a pod- It's a whole podcast A whole podcast of made-up emails
3: That's why they're laughing so much
2: <laughs> is right And she finally realized what it was Should I say something? Why are well, you going to say something? She sure <laughs> already knows what it is.
1: Yeah, like common denominator. And if you're
2: going to make this stuff up, at least read it.
1: <laughs> read it
3: before you make it up?
2: Yeah, well, read it and say, is this going to make sense? And then read it, and then at the end, oh, really didn't make sense to put that, should I tell her at the end? it has got to be some kind of a question. Like, they're the experts. They're like the dear deedrus. There's got to be a question in there, not just a story.
3: Oh Well, this was so good, it got read by a radio station clear across the... the the world
2: <laughs> yeah. i was thinking this the other day when jackson will play it on blue party when i these guys are f-
0: outstanding
2: when we guys. played one of those last week it was funny we got a couple of drops from the second guy um i was thinking about do you think <laughs> other stations around the country and over the pond are actually playing our stuff when we read d deirdre probably not no i should dear deirdre so why is this guy talking in a Kennedy voice? <laughs> I've, had, I've been dating the girl for 20 years. We have great sex. All of a sudden, I was attracted to men. Oh, Why
3: don't we make I mean, do up you some think, of these Do you
2: think <laughs> some of other stations are like, you know, let's just say uh, Johnny Johnson and Beavis and the Butthead down in Louisville?
3: Timmy Tyler. we <laughs>
2: got, got some audio today. How about these guys in St. Louis? Listen to this. Dear teacher. do you think they're playing our stuff?
3: No, no, I don't. <laughs> We could probably make up stories that maybe some other stations would play
2: well i'm accused of that every day so
3: if what but the other stations don't play it it's
2: probably other stations that got the Izzy lying segment
3: yeah oh. let's go back
2: to st louis Here's another story from this dumbass. Mm. oh yeah i was peed on in a bush twice is the way i understand yeah it. one on halloween and one sneaking out of a house
4: Doug, uh, did you watch Hard Knocks this year? No. Uh, Plowhawk, did you watch Hard Knocks this year no. with your boy Aaron Rodgers?
3: Probably
4: not. Iggy, I assume you did not. No, I had so much to catch up on. Jackson, uh, did you watch Hard Knocks this year? Not every episode, but most of them. I am. Uh, I haven't watched the final episode, which uh, debuted last night. It closed out with Aaron Rodgers telling a story of seeing a UFO. Uh, take a listen, Doug.
3: It's the labor
1: Plowzy. Yeah, Doug, it's loading, bro. <laughs>
6: We had this great dinner at his house in Jersey. I was making my way to bed, and I had like a 5 a.m. wake up. Uh, and as I was, I was getting down to bed, oh, I heard yeah. this alarm in the distance going off. Uh, it just didn't seem like normal when I heard some rustling downstairs. So I got up, walked downstairs. It was a beautiful night.
2: <laughs> sound effects are and hard. Excellent. I'm almost Steve done Steve and
6: his brother and I walked outside, and up in the clouds. We we heard the sound and we saw this tremendously large object moving through the sky. And it was like a scene out of Independence Day when uh, the ships are coming into the atmosphere and they're creating this like uh, kind of explosion-type fire in the sky. Oh, my god. What just happened to Hard Knocks? We just saw this incredibly large object and froze as anybody would because you know what the hell was going on and eventually it went out of sight and nobody said a word we just stood frozen the three of us on the front stoop of of steve's house stoop and about 30 seconds later we heard the real recognizable sound of fighter jets going that seemed to be chasing this object. Um, And again, we just stood there in just disbelief for another few minutes. Nobody said a word. And then we all kind of looked at each other like, did we just see what we think we just saw? (laughs) What was that? Eventually, you know, 20 minutes later, we kind of wound down a little bit and went back to bed and then you're still not really sleeping, you just experience this bizarre experience. We looked in the papers and and online the next few days and there was nothing about it. That got me into researching more about UFOs. The siren or alarm had been from a nuclear power plant, which is about nine miles away. And if you know anything about UFOs, there's a lot of sightings around nuclear energy, around volcanoes, around power plants. But yeah, Steve and I are great friends, teammates, and also Witnessed whatever the hell it was—I don't know—but it was definitely identified. It was definitely flying. It was definitely a large object. It was Aaron Rodgers.
4: It was Aaron Rodgers on Hard Knocks.
1: Whoever did the production is really bad at their job. <laughs> oh, it's actually, you didn't like the ominous music? I took my headphones off forty-five seconds. You didn't even want to hear it, dude? It was terrible. It's oh, like it didn't—it wasn't needed. It was so loud you could barely hear what he's saying. Like it's. It's a production guy going. Okay, I know I make forty grand a year. I need to show you what my salary is worth. I don't know. <laughs> oh, it's just trash. <laughs> are they
2: playing man. sound effects now when a player goes in and gets cut? God. Do 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 do. I like what you've done in the first two games. Do 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 do. We're gonna have to let you
1: go. Boom Oh, I don't know. Like this is the equivalent of watching a soap opera. Like, it's cringy, it's fake, it's You think maybe they were hard. making fun of him with that music? No, I'm thinking the production guy messed up by thinking he was cool enough to put just loud-ass music.
4: Jackson, your explanation for the clip. Well, well, I'm I not blaming Jackson. It's not like, not like produced the damn thing. Come on,
0: Jackson. I cut it. I, I thought it was interesting. It Did was you was add the music to it? Noteworthy? No, I didn't. A TV production, like, they put music under things. It would be super yeah. weird if he just said that with no music under it.
2: Well, be almost, be almost oh. all the hard knocks has an old music playing it
0: They often have music
2: well They must be changing them because they never did It was just all football stuff and the behind-the-scenes stuff And think right. they were just arguing. going for an
3: over-the-top dramatic moment. there, yeah. when well, people tell UFO stories when they that that UFO stories on TV, you hear that kind of music behind the people. You think See, they're this just is, going for that? This is what the government wants you to do. They
0: want you to focus on the music and not focus on the story that an alien, a UFO, could have been right
2: there in Jersey.
0: Well, the, could government, government, look,
1: the government didn't put the music behind it. Look, I love me Maron Aaron Rodgers, but he also smoked peyote on the reg, so it's like hard for me to say that his UFO take is legit. You don't think it's possible also, that he saw thi- something? This is a worse miss in TV production than I can remember.
3: Oh, jeez. Why didn't he
1: post it? <laughs> it's a little harsh, isn't Why didn't it? it? Why didn't he tell
2: somebody, said we got up, looked online, looked in the paper? Why didn't you call somebody and say that you saw something?
3: Well, maybe maybe they did. Said it on HBO. And the police, yeah. the police long don't long know was what to Ten years ago. What do you do if you're a police officer and someone calls that in? What would you do? Go get a I wouldn't coffee. go out there. Go get some donuts. <laughs> yeah. Go get some donuts. <laughs> maybe that's what happened. This is the problem with sightings of unidentified flying objects, even if you see it, nobody believes you, right?
2: Well, you wouldn't call a police officer. What's a police going to do? Who would you call? You want You want me to arrest the spaceship? Who would you call? Government. Who? I don't know. The government line. So, the well, gover- the he, police well, or the government? All right, why is he expecting to see something online? Nobody's calling anybody.
3: Okay, who would you... Tell me who you would call.
2: I wouldn't call anybody because I wouldn't see something like that.
3: You don't know. What if you, you do see something like that? Call the newspaper, maybe?
2: probably just be waking up from a dream.
3: I don't know. I mean, there's... Lots and lots of people who claim to have seen things. He's knocking. not the first one to ever claim that he saw an unidentified flying object.
2: Well, Paulsy's right. He... That's kind of like he is. Go to Blue Man, do some peyote, and go sit in the desert and watch the sky melt. So he's saying is it's Marin impossible
1: r- for someone to see an unidentified Absolutely flying object? Absolutely not. But I've heard a bunch of stories, and, like, I'm I'm done hearing alien stories. Unless somebody can applaud an alien out of their backpack, I'm done with alien stories. They have
3: to pull it right out of their
1: I'm done with looking at stars and comment that look like you're on, you know, the Sahara Desert. I'm done with... Nothing that excites me that everybody gets jumping for joy over. I, I don't get it. We're on Mars. Cool. We got a remote control. It cost us a couple billion. Well Mars is different. I'm done with that. If you want to have an alien <laughs> encounter, you better kill much. that MFR and bring it to my door. How are you step. gonna kill him? I am done with these alien stories. I, I just don't care. You don't wanna kill him. You don't wanna they're make clearly, these people mad. Re- they're clearly real, <laughs> but like to say that your story is more entertaining and has a lot more twist than the next story I just heard two days ago. He didn't um, say
3: that. He just gave us his account. Of what I, I didn't
1: hear the account. All I heard was the oh and the scary <laughs> music your in the background. Off. Like I'm in a goosebumps book. Like, give me a break, man. Oh, I just either tell believe- the story or don't. Or play the music or don't. That's tell all the story. he
3: did was tell the story of what happened. That's all. He didn't put the music behind. It. Trash production. Oh, trash. Twenty
1: thousand a year. Trash. Not Jackson. Jackson. I would have put it in there too.
0: I thought that was interesting. People were like, oh, it's not funny. It wasn't supposed to be funny, jackasses. It's supposed to be. (laughs) She's reading the text line.
2: Never read the text line. (laughs) I saw an article the other day. I saw that text line. I stopped stopped believing any of this. I stopped listening to these experts, these scientists. I saw an article that said scientists believe that uh, there's a star 9,000 light years away that could have animals and running water and oxygen. How the hell would you know that? Oh. Nine trillion light years away, and you think there may be oxygen in a waterfall and animals? That's a long way away. Yeah.
3: Nine trillion light years. It's,
2: but there's no way you can know that. But scientists believe. Well. All right, I believe that. Uh,
3: we, we even have United States military. Pilots telling us they've seen unidentified well, flying we're objects. Doing all the I'm numbers. done with it, so dog. Cool. The fact that, cool. that, the fact that someone saw on Earth saw one shouldn't be too much no of dose. a surprise. We're they they get the, the
1: license dose, plate number. I mean, who cares if you see a vehicle in this? I don't know anymore. that they have license plate numbers. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I'm done with the storytelling. <laughs> well, we don't need them, stories we don't need them in the anymore. Stories are fun. Why would else need them? <laughs> we've them? had 50 years of UFO stories. I'm done with them. None of them are entertaining. Half of them are fake. I just want to see an alien. Like up until then, I'm I'm done with the. Is it possible the that
3: they are so technologically advanced beyond us that we'll never really see an alien that we won't be able to catch or kill any of them? Of Is that course. possible?
1: Doug, the United States are 26 in education. You think we're the ones going to be catching aliens? Gosh, so no. So who's going to catch in the country that's number one in education? Probably China. Say, say, that. say that.
2: We're going to stop telling you stories because they're so... So far advanced, we're not going to be able to see them anyway. They hide themselves. So stop telling us. We're well, never going to see them. That wouldn't
3: him. be the way to go. The way to go would be to try to figure out what it is, try to understand it.
2: How if you're never going to see them?
3: Well, we see the, we, apparently we see the, the spaceships. We see the vehicles. See you,
2: you see apparently. People have seen them, but nobody's
3: taken pictures of them. They nobody's have. taken the, the, the U.S. military has taken photos of them.
1: Taken Release videos.
3: them. Release them. They have released some of them. They need to clean their
1: camera lens off. Uh-oh. They've released vehicles. I'm done seeing a car. I'm well, done seeing a, a spaceship. Be... I, I, I want to see who's inside.
3: There, for, there very well might not be anyone inside.
1: That's just, just like
3: more... when we send a spacecraft to Mars,
1: there's no one inside. You mean the RC car?
3: The RC car, Is yeah, that the, what we the one sent that's to roaming around Mars. Yeah, there's, right now? there's no
1: people in there. Taking pictures of deserts that we've never seen before.
3: When we sent a, a rocket to take pictures of Saturn, there was no people in the rocket. Yeah, those And things, yet there was still
2: a rocket there. Those things are landing and taking pictures with the rover. You, you ever see an alien rover going around Creve Corp? Hey, there's a lion's choice.
3: Good argument.
2: You ever see it? <laughs> hey, what's this? John, what's this? it. Ro- What's this alien roller coaster doing in yeah. front so of my... So you signed a 25-year extension? I'm, I'm trying to order here. What's this this <laughs> rover from Mars doing in here, this alien mm. ordering Arby's? I'm just I'm just trying to... If you live
6: on Mars, you can see our stuff up there. <laughs> I'm trying
3: to talk about the possibilities of what we do know for sure and what the possibilities not, might be. I'm not talking about aliens stopping at Arby's
1: in Grief Corps.
4: <laughs> uh, Doug, you remember Alpina. He wanted to talk about golf. Oh, yes. Alpina just sent me this text. This will sound crazy, but I was at the Ozarks a few weeks ago. Blessed, I know. About 9 p.m. at night, me and two buddies, not drunk or anything at all, saw nine neon green tiny dots flying across the sky. The dots moved back and forth incredibly quickly. We tried to photo or video the neon dots, and when we did, all there was was a black sky. No sign of the neon green dots. Still unsure. I was on Iggy's side, but now I believe something is out there. That's from Alpena.
2: Well, if you you want me to believe that you're down at the Ozarks with your buddies and you're not drunk at 9 o'clock.
3: I've done that before. Well, you're not Alpina. <laughs> <laughs> Clip that off. <laughs> Good argument again. Man, he's killing I'm your ass, Just because he out. had a little
2: alcohol means he can't see anymore.
4: Hey, guys, text me when you don't suck. I wish I had, <laughs> had no ears. That's from Jimmy Buffett's cute feet.
3: Oh, too soon. <laughs> He did play He did
2: play barefoot most of the time.
3: Okay. <laughs> but the, the problem is if somebody sees anything, he's immediately labeled a quack by a lot of people. That's what I'm saying. That's what they want you to do. Yeah. Not a
1: quack. It's just—I've heard that story. You know, I've heard all of them. Oh, right, we had someone testifying in, the, in front of— well, you, you expect <laughs> one's going to come and
3: knock on your front door? <laughs> we well, only had a U.S. government
0: official testifying in front of—
1: Yeah, but guess what he didn't bring, stuff. Jackson? He didn't bring pictures. So, again, like, these stories are just stories. So and you
0: only I, believe something if you can see it?
1: On this situation, yes. And somebody texted in, oh, well, we've never seen a million bucks. How do you know it's real? Okay. You're an idiot. Oh. <laughs> That's a terrible text and a terrible analogy. And the, and the alien topic, yes. And And the space stuff, yes. I am done spending billions looking around at what we have already seen. I'm done looking at little glimpses of light. Have a picture taken and tell me there's an alien in it. If I don't see a body bag, I'm out.
2: Well, so. according to Alpina, they, you can take a picture, it won't show up. Because, you know, when they build these things, the aliens out there, mm, we will make a spaceship.
4: They don't will, talk <laughs> like that. But it will,
2: be, it will be invisible. They will take a picture and not be able to see us.
4: Huh? Even the aliens do that hot thing at the end. Of the- <laughs> They all do it. It's a universal (laughs) tactic. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Universal tactics over at Longo Biggs is to go to trial. We don't care. That's what they say. We're going. We're going hard. C.D. Longo and Doug Biggs. TMA listeners. And they're with the Longo Bigs Injury Law Firm. Uh, You're going to get personal attention from them because they're going to handle your case. They're not going to farm it out to somebody fresh out of law school. No, no, no. These are St. Louis guys who live in the community. They care about their reputation. And so in injury cases, there can be a lot of money on the line. And you shouldn't trust your case with just anyone. When you're injured by someone else's negligence, justice is paid. And dollars and CD and Doug will fight to get you every dollar you deserve. Longo Bigs. Injury law accepts personal injury, wrongful death, brain injury, and other catastrophic injury cases. Go online at LongoBigs.com. Remember, the choice of an attorney is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertisements. The TMA Hit and Giggle presented by Michelob Ultra. Registration opened up at 8 a.m. Book your threesome, or you can book individually. It's $55 per person, and that includes your golf. It's nine holes, par three, uh, at Family Golf on Friday, October 6th. And your lunch or dinner and all of your Michelob Ultra all day long, plus Kennedy Strode will be ball striking today. a 230-yard drive. I'll be gambling with people on the short game area. It should just be a wonderful day of golf at Family Golf and Learning Center with portions of the proceeds going to benefit the Megan Meyer Foundation. Tea times available at 10 a.m. and 3 p.m. on Friday, October 6th at Family Golf and Learning Center for the first ever TMA Hit and Giggle, presented to you by the wonderful people at Michelob Ultra and also by our loyal sponsor, Mugganess, St. Louis, Acura, and Alton Toyota, of course, Family Golf and Learning Center. Anytime we're talking golf here on TMA, it's brought to you by the Ascension Charity Classic for sponsorship packages uh, or to purchase tickets. It's coming up this weekend. Uh, Visit AscensionCharityClassic.com. Doug, I'll be out there in the pro-am today. That's what I understand. And uh, it's a shamble format. Oh. I've never played in a pro-am. You ever played in a pro I bet you have.
3: In a pro-am? Yeah. Uh, no, I guess not. They gave you? Uh, a couple of them down in Springfield.
2: Really? Who'd you play with? Oh, God. There's guys you haven't heard of Monday qualifiers. Probably. Like Nicholas, I got a- Nicholas. Palmer. No, they didn't put me with the decent players from the, uh, I don't know what it was called. It wasn't Corn Ferry back then. Probably the uh, Nationwide, probably.
4: Nationwide Tour.
2: Nationwide is all. But, I mean, I didn't get to play with
4: like a... Uh, you know, well, I'm playing with Chris playoffs. Blanks, and he Monday qualified.
2: Yeah, see, that's where I had to play
4: But like. you know who's playing, who's teeing off right behind me? Can we and have initials? Your favorites, DP. Oh,
3: d- Don Pickles. Uh, Dave Presinsky
4: Not this year. Eat it, make the cut. McGolver. Yep. Uh,
3: uh, d- d- uh, Dick Peabody. Second letter, first first name. David Pate. I. D.I. Dion Fanouf, Dion Fanouf,
4: <laughs> Former flame? Yeah, third letter, please. I'm going to say Dicky Pride. It's correct! Dickie Pride. Iggy knows! Okay. Right. Dickie Pride will be there. Right. I mean, the nerves I'm going to have on the first tee with Dicky Pride watching my ball striking. Damn, that's a nice out. That's how he talks.
2: Yeah, he's got a southern draw.
3: Will you, Iggy, will you show up on the first tee and announce the players? That would be bad. Quiet, please. Do if, one, please.
2: If they ask me, but they usually give that to the Norwood members. No. There really is a starter announcing with yeah. nobody around at the Pro-Am? Yeah.
3: Well,
2: I don't know about the Pro-Am, no. The tournament itself. Not the Pro-Am.
3: Four, please.
2: How do Four, you please. say that again? Four, please. Tim McKernan now driving Nice.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> On the tee from the USA, Tim McKernan.
4: Uh, John Daly's playing with Robert Thomas, Kevin Hayes, Robert Bortuzzo, and Scott Prunovich. Mm. Prongs is playing. Prong, 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 prong. I
3: bet Pronger can hit it a mile.
4: Yeah, I think he's like a six or seven handicap, but he's playing with pro I think pro really good. Uh, I'd I like to see tea times for tomorrow because we'll be out
2: there. Maybe we might be able to grab some golfers. Who would you like to have on? Uh, I'd like to talk to J.D. Um, I would like to get Colin Montgomery on. Why? i just talk about the Ryder Cup stuff and some of the snubs this year. And Who got snubbed? Uh, Marat.
3: Yeah, everyone's oh. worried about that. <laughs> Well, I mean, he, he won snubbed. the
2: Italian Open at this golf course, and he was snubbed for I think.
3: Um... Most people wouldn't even know who Marat
6: yes, is. Yes, Bob. Um, well, <laughs> followed, followed I wanted to, to talk about Tom Brady. Um, Steve Stricker. A lot of that. Right? I also wanted to talk about um, uh, Philip Rivers. Like nails. Go ahead. I also wanted to talk about um, uh, Carson Wentz <laughs> and Drew Brees. Oh, go ahead. I uh, Andrew Locke? <laughs> uh, get rid of
3: him.
6: It took him nine, it right. nine it sounded like that
1: to was, get rid of him. He was trying to name off the golfers he wanted on the day. Another
2: really good one nice. because uh, the tournament ends on a Sunday and the following day is the anniversary of 9 11. Um, and I wouldn't mind getting Patrick Harrington and Ernie Els on because they were at Belle Reeve that day when it all went down. So to talk about just they were going through when they found out what was happening and the tournament got canceled and you had to try to find your way back home and. Um, so just a few guys. I don't know where we're set up. I'm sure we're not on the driving range. but
4: Somebody was telling me we have a ridiculously good setup. I wish it was on the driving told range. Jackson, were you around when somebody said that to us? Maybe that was in the sales meeting I think Jesse told us that Jesse, yeah. We're on the like driving range. right over the 18th green? Range.
3: Some of these guys are going to want us to hit a few and maybe show them what they're doing wrong.
4: <sighs> on the driving range. I don't want to give away my secrets because I have this Justin Thomas. I spring off the ground as a really tiny boy. Does.
1: Oh, yeah, they don't want to. Get lo- notes from me. I bomb at one twenty five, left to right.
2: <laughs> I can call Billy Andre, he can step by. He's always funny.
4: I like Billy Andre tomorrow. Okay. I'm gonna have to Google some of these guys. Justin Leonard will be teeing off at twelve thirty. I don't recognize who he's playing with.
1: I like him and the uh
4: does he still do golf channels? Yeah, he's, he's, uh, I think he does. He's great. At I haven't it. seen him much.
1: I that's why I'm lately. asking.
4: So Brandle's on and uh what's the Irish guy they always have on Iggy? He was a Ryder Cup captain. I should know. Probably a Mick, I had to guess. Guy? Oh, uh,
2: McGinley. Paul McGinley, that's right.
1: Yeah, I love Justin Leonard. Love watching him play.
2: It's a good field other than Steve Stricker. Most of the big names are out there playing. What was that because of the Ryder Cup? No, I th- I don't know what the, it, what the date is. I know his uh, wife, Nikki, qualified for the women's U.S. senior amateur. And I don't know if it's this week or not because I'm sure he would caddy for her.
3: Is Ellen Port playing that?
4: Uh, I believe she does.
3: Yeah. That was all right. She always won everything in St. Louis. Oh,
4: did she yeah. ever? Mm. Brad Smith is playing with Jesper Parnovic. Remember Brad Smith, Doug, number 12? Yeah. He had a touchdown pass to Victor Cisse in 2003 against Nebraska. Was that October? Man, he 20th? could
1: run. Good Lord, he could run. His, his
4: initials were BD Smith on his jersey. Wasn't that fun? BD Smith.
1: Most well, B- game changing Missouri player, I think, in the last 30 or 40 years. Probably
4: so. I love me some Brad Smith. Yeah. Maybe I'll wear
2: my. Uh... My upper deck hat that hmm? the front of it flips up like Jester Parnavik used to wear.
1: Everyone would get a big kick out we of <laughs> it. We're done with Mizzou.
2: I don't even know who DB Cooper is. Whatever you were talking Cooper.
3: about. DB Cooper hijacked a plane and <laughs> jumped out of it, <laughs> got away. I don't know. Tim
2: said on the back of his jersey is DBB <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> well, his Brad initials are BD
1: Smith, Brad Smith. Yeah, Brad Smith, the quarterback. B. from Missouri.
2: Cooper. I didn't hear the Brad Smith. I heard BBDD.
4: <laughs> and you said, yes, Come on, <laughs> PBD, Doug, that was Bell Biv DeVoe yeah. and they had poison was do me a bigger hit than poison I, I don't know. I don't know.
3: I do know DB Cooper apparently got away Yeah, Didn't he bail out over Oregon or something and landed in the Sierra Nevadas and they never caught him. never it. found him
2: Well, David Duvall's out there. Yeah, he's playing and before t- before Tim mentioned Brad Smith He mentioned Jesper Parnovic so I
3: went to the hat reference
2: he used to wear the upper deck hat with the bill up like that. Yeah. And I have one of those. Maybe yeah. I'll wear it tomorrow. We'll Why don't light.
3: you wear it in here from time to time? I have once.
2: Okay. Well, maybe we'll get him on the air and I'll flip the cap. That'll be so sick if we God, get that that'd on be social. A big moment.
3: Big moment for us.
2: Well, I don't think he wears that anymore. Why not? it's a little childish. That's like fun. Look like a little kid.
3: All right. Well, yeah. I know everyone will be anxious to see what you wear.
2: He said Tiger up with this, probably this again, since people seem to comment on my same thing you wore yesterday. What? That was the one on the very first text. That's the same outfit you wore yesterday.
3: Why are you wearing the same thing, Dave? Well, it's day. not the same thing. No. Make
4: Grandpa <laughs> Pigeon stop. <laughs> he needs to be put out to pasture once and for all. Doug got in the afternoon altar boy, and he's getting frustrated. Why mm. don't you say, "Shut him up! Shut geez. him up!" To the birthday hawk. Gates wore them. Call an ambulance. He's having a stroke on your air. And do me as far superior to poison. That's from beer Cats. Mm. Stephen Wildwood is sending in hijacking emojis. Woo!
2: <laughs> I like when you call the show and just oh, bring it to a screech, no. screeching halt for 30 minutes. Hey, boys. How you doing, Doug? <laughs> what? That's, it's always following me. Hey, boys. How you doing, Doug? <laughs> All right, I'll stop with this. How much time do we have? We have 10 10 minutes. minutes
4: All right, well, I can shut up for 10 minutes. All right, here we go. It is time for our Design Air heating and cooling email of the day. (laughs) Well, so far, Doug, we've had two this month, and they've both gone to the JV Golf Coach. We are giving away tickets to Guns N' Roses this coming Saturday evening at Bush Stadium as our prize for today's design air, heating, and cooling email. that ain't, And don't forget, go to tmstl.com to register your team for the Michelob Ultra. Hit and Giggle. And that's taking place Friday, October 6th at either 10 a.m. or 3 p.m. Your t- choice of tea time. You can register a team or an individual. Teams are threesomes. $55 includes all of your golf, food, and beer from Micheloboltra. Ultra. I see Beer Cats is sending in emails now. But shame. he didn't make it to the filtered file. Very interesting. That's a shame. But I can put it in there. Well, no, I. I mean, you're the one who reads them. You got to filter them.
0: It's not like
4: bad. It's just not. It's just not funny. Uh, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Ann young. Wow, what a show for old boy Ken! First, he has to sit through a Tim and Learn story. <laughs> then Plowboy offered up a stain take. <laughs> then they started talking about college football. None of that stuff involved the pouting possum, but he sure shoehorned himself into the convo. The best was when he humble bragged about some Salvation Army gently used trousers he owns that came with their own mustard stain. (laughs) Vroom, vroom. Thanks. That's from number one Asian intern Mm. Brian Engine, a.k.a. ASMR Timmy Tyler, son of Peggy Tyler. I'm the bad boy of ASMR because I prance around with my imaginary buddy Ken and kick light bulbs and s at local bowling dens. Yeah, I'm real, fellas. Don't believe me? Venmo me $53 and gain special access to me upcoming YouTube venture ASMR Timmy Tyler, son of Peggy Tyler. Elena Matthews hath leaked her into speech for the Leather Possum, and I'll be doing a special whisper read. Snip, snip, dip, dip, clang, clang, squish, squish, switch, bitches. Oh, come on, Hinchin. Brian Hinchin. And Young. Loved when Possum followed a Colorado 2022 schedule reading that no one asked for and even fewer people enjoyed by reading out his freaking wi-fi password what a stupid show this is thanks that's from number one asian intern brian henshin but our sweet virgin prince knows me better as asmr rapunzel 74 back and better than ever fools tune back in later this month for the promo code now that's a tease brian henshin point two in segment two on august 29th here are the comments that iggy made about his manly driving distance because this stupid show is really all i have going on in my life unless
2: you're sending in the audio we don't believe you
4: oh nice. i can still hit the ball out there 220 230 doug responded no you can't what do you mean i can't doug responded you can't hit a drive 230 what are you crazy 230 is not far 230 is not far i think i can hit 230 Then he added wanting the wind at his back and getting the roll, too. (laughs) I know I can hit 230. And a good drive, I'm averaging 220 to 230. I love the undaunted confidence from Commander Braggs a lot. And if you jerks keep questioning him, he isn't going to share any more Gale-Volva stories, so knock it off. It's from Shooter McGavin, the vice president of the History Museum, Humans with Tails Display.
3: Shooter McGavin, vice president,
4: history museum,
1: tails, pretty good. display. That's
4: pretty good. If a back isn't hairy, I'm not interested. It needs to be luscious with the fervor of a man with high levels of testosterone pumping through his veins. When I kiss it, I want to have the option of flossing, and I want my fingers to get caught in its girth. Kiss me, Clinton, you hairy monster. I am yours forevermore. Let me be your hairless pupil. Teach me. Mm, that's from Danny Tanner. Mm. Danny Tanner. And he wants a hairy back on his men? Oh. I like the flossing of the teeth. It kind of head. God, that is hot. Man, that's a long
1: You got any hair on your back, Plowsy? No, I'm actually getting chest hair for the first time, is that All right. Ooh. You used to just
4: have like nipple hairs and your chest. Yeah. Got, yeah. Really? You have a tuft?
1: I, not a tuft, but I did shape my happy trail for the first time oh, ever. I
4: didn't ask that. I liked it. <laughs>
1: first time ever the other day.
4: Oh, was it? But Don't like, show look at, it, look us at now his smooth, smooth like, abs. It's almost like licked the pawn his abs. Ah. Half of Don't it is so it.
1: smoothly shaved and for some reason like this half didn't like cut. It wouldn't cut. So uh. I have like half hair, half, uh. half, oh. half no hair.
4: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> weird as hell. How's everybody doing out there this morning? Good, good. I'm just gonna do a tight five, maybe try out uh. some new material towards the end, and then I'll close with my big laugh. So uh, I was on time today, which is funny because I'm usually late. Like yesterday, for example, I awkwardly requested a song be played to open the show, but then that song didn't play until the eight o'clock hour. I didn't show up on time, so I just kind of passive-aggressively mentioned missing my own request. (laughs) So what's the deal with that, right? Pause for laughter. Anyways, I'm uh, immigrants, huh? Like, pick a country and stick with it. Now, I got a whole family living right next to me, which I've convinced myself is lowering the property value of my Iggy Kennel, that I have clearly marked by the prison plate nailed to the siding beside my front door. Iggy Kennel looks around the room for laughter. Nothing doing. All righty, and my closet. I hope you're ready for your stomach dirt. Let me set the scene. For the purpose of this joke to land, let's just say I went to Brown and I was in a grocery store in line at the deli. Now I'm not sure about the setup, but here's the punchline. Want me to grab you a mustard and a loaf of bread, lady? Taps Mike. That's my time. You guys, you guys have been a great crowd. Next on stage, Sinbad. Doug, I don't know what huh. the name is. We don't have a name. There is I guess that's my time. You guys be a great crowd next on stage, Sinbad. That's a good we'll one. We'll just call him Sinbad. And finally... He's new. Let me give this straight. You gave the January Milagro to Kill Lister of the Month to a guy who regaled us with a tale of ethical non-monogamy that he told months earlier in November. You gave the February Award to a Lister who made a single phone call, <laughs> trashing the Cardinal front office. Those were dubious, but still, those people at least participated in the show. Now you've given the August Malaga Tequila Lister of the Month to a girl who he <laughs> creeped on in June and to date hasn't done anything in note besides not having a penis. She played you guys like a bunch of simps and didn't even call in. I get that Jackson is just so excited to talk to a girl listener, and Iggy is a creep who will always vote for any female he believes to be real. But I don't know how the rest of you are ever going to look JV golf coach in the eye and tell him he's not Lister of the Month. Even Mr. Licks would have been a better choice since he cross-examined Iggy to the point where he went and found him on Facebook, blocked him, pretended he didn't block him when called out, then he unblocked him, and then he re-blocked him when called out for the real-time unblocking. None of that happened. <laughs> then accuse Mr. Elixir of being a liar. It's quite obvious at this point that someone is being lied to. I'd like to announce that I'm resigning as president of this charity I'm associated with because they want me to go to a seminar, and I'm too busy playing golf, rival, watching college football, masturbating, and making long-shot bets on sporting events I don't understand, and then refusing to pay, and nobody forces me to pay because they feel sorry for me because I'm old and confused and broke. Tammy, Tyler, boss. That's from Buck Swope. Oh. Buck Swope, nice little email Doug, who this is going morning. going to Guns and Roses? There's three good ones.
3: Uh, I liked Buck Swope, but I thought the best was Shooter McGavin. History Museum human Tales <laughs> display. I already forgot about
4: yeah, that. Yeah, like one. Shooter McGavin. Oh, Shooter McGavin! Has he oh. shipped it? Oh, the just name like that. Was it. Yeah, Shooter the name McGavin, was it. and what was the? the He's got a tail? History Museum human <laughs>
1: tail display. <laughs> it's great
4: visual. <laughs> Shooter McCavin, the vice president of the History Museum <laughs> humans with tails display. We had tails.
1: Dude, I love
3: that. I guess I'd you go got to go way, museum. way back before we had tails. Yeah, I don't think we've ever seen
2: any bones or anything from them. Thought not you have know, any so, bones on I, the tails? I, I so they, they, they cartilage? There the
3: probably was no bones.
2: No. Well, it had to be bones in the tail. The Cartilage. Like your yeah. ear. You have no bones in your you ear. Gotta you got to leave that to the listeners. right
3: yeah, probably get eaten or something. Yeah, probably like s- an
2: umbilical cord. There'll be something there.
4: Well. Okay. There it is. Uh, we're going to carry that momentum into Balloon Party. Yep. Uh, we'll be live from Norwood tomorrow for the Ascension Charity Classic. Yeah. Uh, so that'll be lovely. Jackson and I uh, don't have the opportunity to do Balloon Party because we're doing the show uh, tomorrow from Norwood. You know who's oh. doing it? Uh, Josh Innes. Josh Innes. In well, he did, he did uh, sports radio at WIP in Philadelphia, which is one of the greatest sports radio stations in the country. Yeah, but this is the first time he's done any sports here. I believe that's the case. Yeah. But he, but his background yeah. is sports radio. Got a great and voice. And he did yeah. Houston, too. Yeah, great voice. Uh, so that's uh, coming up. Uh, switch on over to the 101 ESPN YouTube channel, and you get to talk it over in there with uh, the 101 listeners. Uh, Jackson and I are going to go down the hallway. And Doug, it's a wide berth Wednesday, so Feels we have a few like things it. lined up. Okay. Like uh, nothing. It's not fair. And then we'll uh, talk with everybody tomorrow on the uh, at Norwood because we'll be at the Ascension Charity Classic. I think that's going to do it. Yeah, for the plow, for Action Jacks, for Kenneth off. from over the camera. This is Vaughn. I'm Tim McCurney, This bit. right Brian Kelly. Morning after from the Michelob Ultra Studio.